Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. A suspect who wanted a child allegedly lured a pregnant Arkansas woman to her death with the promise of baby clothes. Piper Lewis, sex trafficking victim who killed an alleged rapist, escapes from custody. And a man comes home to find his adult children and three others dead after an alleged murder suicide. This is True Crime Today. Not only a tragedy for the family. It's unfathomable. Shot to death more than half a dozen times, likely with a shotgun by his own mother. True Crime Today. He then drove her body in her van about five miles away. Police say she put her newborn in a trash bag and threw the baby over an upstairs banister. A podcast that examines real stories in real time. Disturbing. He says she asked him to help her end her life. True Crime Today starts now that indeed it does welcome to the program be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts and if you like our show you want the shows commercial free and get them in advance of everybody else then check out our channel on apple Podcasts and subscribe you can get access to all those extras right there for you and the archive commercial free too uh, back so ways so uh, extra ways to support the show and get a bunch of extra stuff. It's Tony and Stacy Cole with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? It's another day in paradise. I actually walked outside this morning. It's like, oh, it's nice and warm today. But we are recording this on uh, on election day. Uh, this will be airing on Friday of the week, but we're recording it on Tuesday. So uh, I have not gone out anywhere yet. I just got a text from my girlfriend. She said that she voted. Um, and I'm going to go, uh, I, I looked at my polling place and it's right down the road. So I'm going to go and do that after our programs today. You know, I, this year I voted, um, I voted in person early, um, because I, Tuesdays are busy for me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we do the podcast and then I work a little bit later. So I just, I don't like to be rushed. Um, but one thing I will miss is where I would vote. It was, a, it's a church. And these little old ladies are always selling cookies and and baked goods um, when you walk out. And, oh, my God, the stuff is so good. It's like crack. Yes. Old lady baked goods. But they do it in exchange for your vote. You do realize that. You have to tell them. I'm okay with that. You have to tell them who you voted for. And if you voted one way, you get the ones that were made with sugar. If you voted the other way, you get the cookies (laughs) that were made with salt and cyanide. And that's how they're trying to thin the herd. That's what that's what I heard. I heard that. I heard it on a Facebook meme that the ladies of the church were selling salt and cyanide cookies. I can't confirm it, but I think Alex Jones might have talked about it a long oh, time ago. He prophesied of this. And I think that that's something. Now, I um, I honestly, I, I had to look at the ballots this morning because we are a very red state with like, yeah. it, it's not going to swing any other way. So I, I you end up voting more on... Um, propositions and stuff than anything else um because there's you know even if you want to disagree or agree whatever it, it's it's pretty much the train is going that direction uh no matter what your opinion is 
Um, right. So, uh, but there's a couple on the ballot this year that I'm, uh, there's one at least I know, Proposition 4 we have to make uh, it recreational. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we're going to see where that goes. I looked at a poll this morning and it the, and it said, oh, it's, it's really uh, falling down in the numbers because uh, I guess it had a good start, but then it was saying like 60% are opposed. And then I will like, who's 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 polled here? And you look at it and it's like the average age was 63 and they well, were 78% white. <laughs> like, well, yes, if you poll mainly 63-year-old white people, I am not surprised. Although that yeah. should be the generation that's saying, fuck yeah, considering it's the Woodstock generation that would think like, yeah, why not? Um, but uh, no, uh, so I don't know. I, I think there's a, I, I, I'm hoping overall there's more support. I truly believe there is uh, because I'll tell you what, here's the funny thing. When I go into the uh, current legalized uh, stores of that nature, uh, I would say I am one of the younger that are in there. There's mainly 63 year old white people yep. in that store, quite honestly. <laughs> and um, that's why I'm like, I can't believe that this is, I just don't think these people participate in polls. And that's why polls are so off today because nobody participates unless you are like, I guess statistically don't have a whole lot to do, um, which I think statistically might also be 63 year old white people. <laughs> I think you're right about that. Uh, have you participated in a poll no. at all? This no, I haven't. I don't have time. I don't fucking care. I never participate. Nobody's reached out to me. I, I I would love to participate, but I I don't know if it's because they're not accessing cell phones or I just don't have the I don't right know. whatever. I don't I don't even know how they contact you. They need numbers, uh, you know, in a poll at the end of the day. So I, I'm guessing pollsters also are like, well, who who's who are we gonna get a better response rate from? And statistically, yeah. probably sixty three year old white people. And nothing yep. against 63-year-old white people. I'm just I'm just stating odds here of who statistically probably participates, who this or that. So that's where you can get the numbers. And then if you're basically getting a majority of your numbers from one specific group, it's not going to be a very accurate poll. It'll oh. be it'll be a snapshot of that group, but it's not going to be an accurate poll. So I don't even know how you can call it a poll and not like just a snapshot of adults 63 years old. When you're at that high of numbers. Yeah, none of it makes any sense because I, I just I think with the advent of of cell phones and people getting rid of their landlines, they have no way to actually reach the core people that they're looking for. And I mean, when's the last time you picked up a phone and actually talked to somebody? I yeah, it, for good me, question. It's been weeks. Yeah, it's rare. Uh, it, yeah. it is quite rare. I mean, it, it, it's funny, like me and, and my girlfriend, um, you know, we we get together every chance we can throughout the week, but during the week we hardly talk on the phone. We're texting. Yeah, we text, texting, isn't it? We text all day to get. You know, yep. I, I know. I communicate. It's interesting when I look back and it, with your significant other, do I communicate more or less now than I would have with a significant other fifteen years ago? More, even though yeah. we talk less verbally, we communicate more throughout the day. And it's just like, hey, it, it, it's nice little notes, basically. Like, hey, how you doing? And, you know, little observations, a funny video or something. Um, or an emoji. Yeah. emoji. Oh, my God. An emoji An emoji. An emoji. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I get the OG. Get the OG emojis. God bless I you. I like that. God bless you. I love the OG emojis. Um, OG emojis. That's, uh, like that. that's Biden. 
<laughs> God but bless yeah, you. I mean, seriously, it's it's just it's easier. And I saw the greatest meme the other day of like a woman in absolute agony, and it said, "When that person that you're texting decides to call you." like yes yes that's that's like my family members you know you'll be texting and all of a sudden they call and you're like ah fuck yeah you know no we're texting we're texting because i can't talk to you right now or i don't want to yep but you know you it's so easy to text at work it's so easy to text when you're out in public but to have the conversation you're having via text you can't do that sometimes yeah so knock it the fuck off. Don't call me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, nope, nope. I'm not speaking. I've, I've lost my voice. You always lost. I know. You do podcasts for a living. Exactly. I have to save my voice yeah. for that only. And that's. that's yeah, I don't want to talk. Not in the mood. Yeah. I'll, I'll text you all night long. I don't, but I don't want to talk to you. You know, I, I always said, uh, you know, I, I thought I, I, I wrote better than I spoke. And, and I think that's true. I mean, especially when you're like talking, if it's a serious conversation, I want to talk. But sometimes it's just easier to kind of get a point across through words, uh, written word, than um, than vocally. And yeah. I mean, and sometimes it's not at all. It all kind of depends on what's being discussed. Anyway, uh, here's a, another fun one. Another this one's from my backyard too. This happened earlier, uh, I think last week. A a woman, 31 weeks pregnant, they found her dead a day after she was found after or she was missing. Um, and they didn't know what happened. Where did this woman go? Um, it, it was, it's a totally messed up story. Uh, the woman, uh, who got her, she's accused of kidnapping and killing a pregnant woman to steal her unborn baby. This was the motive. Uh, she, here's how she got her. This is totally fucked up. Made an offer of free baby clothes online. And the woman, Ashley Bush, thought okay great you know i'm gonna i need baby clothes i'm pregnant um this would be great and and honestly you know we're not mayberry but we're a, in this area it's a very we have low crime it's not a it's a it's a little bubble it really is a good area so a lot of people do tend to be very trusting even though spread out our population it's about a million people but it's made up of all these little towns medium towns that are turning into bigger towns together but there's a lot of that just kind of giving back and forth to people that go on um according to the federal complaint contained by people missouri woman named amber waterman alleged uh, created this fake uh, facebook account under the name lucy burrows and offered free baby clothes to expectant mothers she allegedly used this fictitious name to communicate with bush uh, a resident in uh, benton county arkansas which is right by me Documents allege that Bush agreed to meet Lucy at a library in Gravit, Arkansas. I just went to a haunted house there the other day. Did you uh, really? Yes. Uh, police say that Waterman met Bush, uh, and after giving her some baby clothes, Lucy then offered to help Bush get a job. What? So, yeah. And they later met at a convenience store on October 28th. So she sets her up with this initial thing of the baby clothes. And then notices that she's pregnant. And I guess kind of plots here. How can I get to this uh, pregnant lady? Because I want a baby. Bush's fiance, jo- Joshua Willis, told police that he later arrived to pick up Bush from the convenience store. He said that he saw the two women driving away in a tan colored truck. Bush did not answer multiple phone calls and her phone was later found on the shoulder of a highway. Police traced Lucy Burrow's Facebook profile to the Waterman's home over the border uh, in Pineville, Missouri. They also allege they uh, they also allegedly used Bush's cell phone records 
to prove that she had traveled from her Arkansas home to Missouri. Now, Missouri is like right on the line. It's 15 miles north. Uh, When authorities confronted Waterman about Lucy Burroughs, she allegedly told police that she knew Lucy from work, but she had not seen her in a few weeks. But authorities didn't believe that Lucy Burroughs existed, and they wanted the workplace of Waterman's husband, uh, Jamie Waterman. They went there. According to the affidavits, Jamie allegedly told detectives that his wife had confessed to killing Bush. He allegedly told police that they had a uh, burned her body and dumped her in a remote area. So he's at work. Yeah, we we burned her. She wanted this uh, woman and uh, didn't work out. Affidavits alleged that Jamie led police to the place where they had dumped Bush's charred remains and believed that Amber Waterman shot Bush. And here's another fun part. Cut the baby out of her abdomen. Oh, God. The baby did not survive. Because this, this crazy woman, they wanted to have a baby. So why not steal a woman who's pregnant, then cut the baby out, right? Because that, who doesn't? They played Operation when they were kids. They got to have this down by now. Watch a little ER. You can figure it out. The baby did not survive and was dumped in a different location. In an interview with police, Amber Waterman said she delivered a stillborn baby on Monday, the same day that Bush went missing. Amber Waterman is now facing federal charges of kidnapping, resulting in the death of Bush. Jamie Waterman had been charged with assisting his wife and trying to prevent her arrest. How, I mean, if your wife is doing this sort of shit, I guess, you, you know, everybody's like, oh, you take those vows. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> there, There is a limit to the vows. I, 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 I <laughs> Right? There is limits. I, I, that was thrown at me when I was getting my divorce. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but there's fucking limits, <laughs> like, as to what I'm willing to put up with uh, to, to, to say yes or no. And it kept getting thrown at me. I'm like, no. No, I mean, when you if you were in this situation and this person did that to you, would you be like, yeah, come on home? Yeah, I'll I'll help you. I you know everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, it, it's no, no, there are limits, and and sometimes you just can't foresee what people are going to do. This is why contracts are abnormally long, and maybe marriage ones should be too. Maybe marriage contracts and vows should be more like a uh, a, a a business contract. That states every possible thing that could go wrong in very fine print. And then you have um, auctioneers to do the wedding and they basically read off the disclaimer of the wedding as if it was your vows. It's like, and your vows, Tony? Okay, my vows today are going to be read by the Micro Machines man. And then <laughs> and then he reads off the vows and it's literally just, you know, uh, uh, let's see, a whole, a whole harmless agreement. <laughs> and then somewhere in there, is um, uh, if you go and uh, kill a woman and steal a baby out of her womb. But it's read very fast between, like, holding up an Arby's and um, and and killing cats. I just, I, I don't understand. I, you know, we do these stories, I shake my head and I go, I don't understand. And yet, here I am going, I don't understand, I don't get it. How, at some point, don't you just go, boy, this sounds crazy. You know, I think that what what scares me the most is, and I have no idea what this guy does for a living, but the fact that he was gainfully employed somewhere. Um, Now, there's a lot of here in Arkansas, uh, when you get out of the bubble of Northwest Arkansas, which is a metropolitan city area, 
Uh, then, yes, you do get into the backwoods and you start hearing banjos playing. Um, not everywhere, but some places. And uh, so there's all sorts of, I guess, different ways of being gainfully employed in a small town um, around here, maybe, depending on the town. And so he went in. He's he's functioning normally. So he's going in, working at, I don't know, maybe he's welding something. Maybe he's working at the local Kroger or what. I don't know. But he's functioning after just over the weekend. What'd you do, uh, buddy? Uh Jamie over there looks he's looks like he's a little uh, little tired. What did you stay up late watching the game there? I uh, know. Uh, me and uh, me and the wife uh she wanted a baby real bad. Oh, you looking at adoption? No, uh we uh, we found this lady, uh met her at the quick shop and uh, got her in the back of the van. Uh, uh thought, "Hey, it looks like she's mighty pregnant." So, uh, I shoot her in the or my wife shoots her in the head and then uh, she tries to cut the baby out. And I said, "What you doing? You can't do that." And uh so I helped uh, dismember and burn her. Then I watched the game. Did you see the uh, Chiefs this weekend? That's that's how that goes. Right? Well, a that's kind of how it probably goes. Crazy amount of detachment from reality. Well, and you know, I and, and if you really want to dive super psychologically deep into the insanity of all this, um, you have a lot of very damaged people out there that uh, have probably come from lines and lines and lines and lines of abuse over the years and you eventually learn to compartmentalize all these horrible things that you've been through uh and it's a lot easier uh for some to just kind of oh that happened over there this happened over there it's maybe not the worst thing that's happened to me in my life yeah. and i'm not making a blanket statement against anybody who lives in a small town in arkansas i'm not but if you do go to some areas, you can tell, I mean, it, it, it's so impoverished and the people are in such bad states and they keep having children. There's a lot of trauma that's going on in these areas caused by mental illness and such and far more than that. And yeah, you keep getting generations in. These people are very damaged and they have no way to get out. They don't know how to get out. And you have behavior like this that somehow seems logical to those types of people not making it right in any means but this is there i mean there's almost like another group of humans out there in some areas that live amongst us that their brains are almost different i think well and i i you know first of all different parts of the country are very different from each other so there's there's that aspect and then you have what you're talking about so you've got so many different things going on that contribute to a lifestyle where it might just be a normal thing to, hey, y'all want a baby. Well, we can't have any. Well, that lady's got one. Can I have hers? Yeah. Your, I mean, your Aunt Jenny Sue found one at the Piggly Wiggly back in 74. Yeah, your cousins, they're not biological. That's whatever the baby was they got at the Piggly Wiggly. It's, it's We live in scary times where it seems like morality is just not a thing anymore. Oh, we live in scary times, yes. But here, here's another fun one, though. Go back on Ancestry and, and look at the DNA and then see who you're matched with, that you have no clue who the fuck they are, but they're very close in genetic makeup. And you're like, well, somebody had some children somewhere that no one knows about. Um, and you yeah, don't, don't know who. I don't have that in my woodpile. Dig a little deeper. Really? You think so? <laughs> I think it's, there's stuff there. And and if you look back in history, quite honestly, 
sometimes this sort of shit happened. It was a little more organized, I think. Although, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of it probably just didn't get reported. Uh, but it was more like, well, you know, Jenny Sue can't have a baby. So, uh, you know, the niece over here is having one and she's kind of young. We're just going to give that baby to her. And just all these things that would happen that would kind of make family dynamics very bizarre. But it's just how things were done. And now those things aren't necessarily done that way. But for some, they are. Some are still kind of operating in very bizarre ways. And oh, wow. So I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of that sort of stuff out there where those things were done in families on a regular. And it wasn't that, you know, crazy. Ugh, but it's a family reunion feel that much creepier, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Especially you're like, are you my cousin? Are you my sister? Or are you going to be both? my next lover? It's one of Ew, those. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, they allege that Amber Waterman did unlawfully and willingly kidnap, abduct, carry away, and hold Ashley Bush for the purpose and benefit of claiming Ashley Bush's child as the defendant's child. A lawyer for Jamie uh, declined to comment, while lawyers for Amber did not immediately respond to any of uh, people's requests for comment, which is where we're getting the details of this version of the story. Um, they've not yet entered a plea. They're being held without bond. Um, there's a GoFundMe for Bush's cousins. They're raising money to support her three other children who have been left behind. So she was a mom of three. Oh my God. God. Uh, just uh, the trauma that's left behind after something like this. I mean, it's one thing to lose a family member to illness or a, an accident. This is neither of those. This is something horrific that. You know, when you're laying in bed at night and you can't fall asleep and and you feel like you're having a nightmarish thought, but it's really just reality that you're thinking about. That's yeah. what this is. You ever have that? You ever have that after doing the show where you're like, is that is that just a weird thing my mind put together? Or did we talk about that the other day? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I've had that a few times. Yeah, me too. It's I feel like uh, I need counseling. That'll be the next show. We'll get a therapist involved and it'll just be all of us who are on the air and we just, uh, we do live therapy and we broadcast. You create it. your own trauma, Tony. Yeah. That's what they're going to say. We create our own trauma and then we broadcast the therapy sessions. It's, yeah. it's a 360. Full circle. Another one here, Piper Lewis. It was a sex trafficking victim who killed the alleged rapist. She has escaped. Um, I, I don't know that I blame her. But let's let's read more about the story. According to a probation violation documents, Lewis cut off her GPS tracker before she left the Fresh Start Women's Facility in Des Moines. A uh, Iowa sex trafficking victim, this is again from People, uh, who admitted to killing her alleged rapist, escaped the probation center where she was what? serving her five-year sentence, multiple outlet reports. She shouldn't even have a fucking five-year probation. Right? She was sex trafficked, and she killed her attacker. What the fuck? I mean, if there isn't... I mean, you have the, the stand-your-ground rule where somebody comes into your house, you can fucking shoot them. Right. If you're being sex trafficked and you kill the person who's sex trafficking you, why is that not like an immediate, you're free? I mean, unless it comes out that this person was not a sex trafficker. And you just killed somebody. Not, not um, self-defense in any way. How I don't under I don't understand this. You I just I 
She didn't you have to kill him. She, they could have sat down at the IHOP over a Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity and had a delectable conversation and a delicious breakfast. Uh, and he, she could explain how she didn't enjoy being sex trafficked and appeal to his emotions. And really, maybe he'll say, you know what? You're right. You can go. Here's some money. And then she'll go free and everything will be great. No, she had to kill the fucker because he's sex trafficking her. And I'm sorry, if you're a sex trafficker, the only thing that's going to make you think different is a bullet to your fucking brain. Yeah. And she was 15 at the fucking time that she killed this guy. So let's 15. give her probation. I could see giving her, you know, not not like like sentencing her, but gifting her five years of mental health help right? in a in a, a, a treatment center or whatever she wants to help her get her shit back together so she can live a good life but that shouldn't be like a sentence or an ankle bracelet it should be a we want to help you we're giving you this to help you this is not a punishment and you don't even have to do it if you don't want but listen to everybody around you who says please do this and and at least try this because this is going to to really help you this is just a horrible blaming the victim all the way around. This is the world we live in. Documents also noted that she was, uh, un okay, according to a probation violation, documents obtained by the Des Moines Register, 18-year-old uh, Piper Lewis cut off the GPS tracker before she left Fresh Start Swimming Facility in Des Moines on Friday, setting off the facility's alarms. Documents also noted she was unaccounted for for more than four hours during the month of October. A warrant is out for her arrest, and she has been ordered her original sentence be imposed, the document state. She faces up to 20 years in prison upon capture. God. During her sentence hearing in uh, September, Polk County Judge David Porter told Lewis, this was the sentence chance, or the second chance you asked for. You don't get a third, the register reports. <laughs> in addition to five years supervised probation, Lewis was also ordered to serve 1,200 hours of community service, pay $150,000 in restitution, to the family of a 37-year-old Zachary Brooks, whom she confessed to killing. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the truck here. Yeah. So, Let, let's, so let's get more context. sex trafficking her? Let's get more context before we comment, because I want to I know more. Uh, last year, she pled guilty to involuntary manslaughter and willful injury in connection with his death. Lewis, who was a 15-year-old runaway, runaway and sex trafficking victim, at the time of the incident, allegedly stabbed Brooks 30 times in the chest, arms, and groin area after he allegedly sexually assaulted her over the course of several days. In a statement she made as part of her plea agreement previously obtained by People, Lewis alleged Brooks picked her up in a parking lot in May of 2020, brought her back to his apartment where she alleged he forced her to drink vodka and smoke pot before he sexually assaulted her. After the attack, Lewis said Brooks fell asleep. As she was getting ready to leave, she saw a knife on the nightstand and attacked him. Okay, everything is in context here. I suddenly realized that Mr. Brooks had raped me. Yet again, I was overcome with rage, she said according to her statement. Without thinking, I immediately grabbed the knife from his nightstand and began stabbing him. According to the Associated yeah. Press, Brooks was, mar was a married father of two. His family has been notified of Lewis's escape. Uh, so... This there's been a GoFundMe launched on behalf of uh, Lewis to help pay the ordered restitution. It's raised over five hundred sixty-two thousand uh, dollars. An attorney for Lewis, uh, Matthew Sheely, did not uh, respond to any comments. So yeah, she was raped, uh, picked up in this parking lot, 
I don't care if he's married and has children. Yeah, I don't either. That, that doesn't really play into this. He's still a horrible human being. Um, and horrible people, their sperm also do reproduce people. In case you're, yeah. anyone's playing along at home, it doesn't make them a good person, but they genetically have the means to do so. So this all happens, and this is very much blaming the victim. I mean, was there question in that she did? She fucking admits to doing it. And unless she just thought one day that I'm going to go stab somebody 30 times for the hell of it, that's that, that's not usually that. There's usually, that's a that's a crime, you know, they, they would say of passion or something or of, of you know, very much anger uh, where you, it, it, passion's the wrong word. Uh, it, it's, it's very violent, it's very angry, and there's motive behind it because she was violated in such a way that, she had this energy to to do something like that. It's not easy I mean, to that, stab that somebody thirty times. Fight or flight response yes. coming out big time. One hundred percent. So yeah, you gonna say you don't get a third chance, little miss? Who do you think you are? You think you're a fifteen year old runaway who got sex trafficked and raped? Oh wait, you are. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, judge. Oh, I, I thought it was the the person who ran the red light. No, wrong trial. I'm sorry. You got to you gotta pay attention, Grandpa, so we can uh, make sure we're handling this correctly. Tony, I just don't see how she how she's going to get around this. Um, she's fucked. Yeah. Um, the court system is has turned against her. Um, first of all, she she's a person of color. So I'm wondering if is that playing a role in this as well? Because I just you know, if, if this were a wealthy um, white woman. <laughs> right see I, I can i i would see it going completely differently than than how it has if she and looked I, I like to even say that out loud if she looked like sherry papany yeah. uh who was the attractive blonde girl who made her own disappearance happen yeah um and branded herself if she looked like sherry papany oh my god this woman would be like some fucking celebrity male would have married her by now and they'd be on a honeymoon and it would be, oh, my gosh, he rescued her. Look how wonderful a life she's going to have now. No, but because she's brown, she's in fucking treat. She's in a, a facility with an ankle bracelet. And now the judge is like, you're going to get more time for trying to get away from us, even though you got away from the guy who abducted you and you killed him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that, that's how that's playing into this. I just, you know, I, I want to believe that our legal system advocates for victims and and helps people. And I it, read a story like this. It and doesn't. I just, it's broken as shit. You know, and, and yeah. even. And, and, and I've it, got somebody in my life that is, I'm not going to say exactly what, what this person does, but somebody who is very entrenched in the legal system. And. I, I ask him questions all the time and he just stares at me like, why are you asking me this? I don't I don't know mm -hmm. because the law, the law exists, but there's so many loopholes in so many things that don't make sense that you can't answer questions. Well, that's know? why there's various types of law that people practice. And then within that, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's expensive to have an attorney because you know what they don't. There's no way anyone could physically know every single thing. Uh, yeah. it, that happened. That's why they have to do all this research and then yep. look at previous cases and find case law behind everything that comes to court. So they can either say, look, this is how this was decided here already or not. And yeah, I mean, there's just so many things on this. And, you know, I'll even say this on, on this case, too. 
Um, you know, does race play a role in it? Yeah, but you know what I think also plays a role in it is if you are deemed to be physically attractive by most of society. If this mm-hmm. girl looked like Beyonce, she would not be in this situation either. Right. Um, it, it, yes, I, I think it's tilted more rare if you're not white. You're going to have more of this happening. But even more so, the second line on top of that, if you looked like um, uh, a crack addict, white woman of the same age, um, no, you also wouldn't be, uh, you know, being taken seriously and probably in this, be in the state, too. And I'm not saying she was a crack addict. I'm just saying no. if you if you looked very disheveled or something or just were not what society as a whole would go, you fit the profile of what uh, we find attractive. Um that I think also plays into it too. If you're hot, uh, you will have less sentencing. It's fucking true. I don't agree with it, but it's look statistically at this. It's just it's the way it is. I mean, it, it, if you take a look at um, things about, well, let's just talk about job interviews. Um, I've seen some studies where you know if you're doing a, a Zoom interview with somebody and you do two different versions. You do one version with the camera off and one with the camera on. There's two different results, you know? So it just depends on what you look like. And I mean, people, they base things off of first impressions and looks that's, that's nature. It is. And it's something that I, you know, I think a lot of times, especially when you're younger, it's like, that's wrong. I want to, yeah, it is, but it's how the world works. It's how, unless you're willing to go change the DNA of human beings, um, and then reset everybody. Um, this is the board game that we're playing on. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to participate and get ahead, um, sometimes you got to bend the rules or do something to, to find your advantage wherever that may be. Um, because if you know that there's areas where you're just that someone's going to beat you at, then find other areas where you can beat them at. And absolutely. And that's that's kind of life. And I think that's missing in a lot of people's like, well, it should be even across the yeah, ideally, sure, but that's not how it works. So nope, you're right. Quit bitching and get on with the game and figure out. Well, and sometimes, and and this makes me sad. I I have a tattoo, um, but <gasps> if, if I'm at something important, yeah. I will cover well, it up because I don't need anybody yeah, well, judging me. Because you know, damn right, they're going to judge me. I'm judging you right now. I'm sorry. I know you, you, are. you can't be on the show anymore. We are a yeah, tattoo-free right? zone. Tat, well, it's it's tat-free. a paw print of my deceased cat, so bite me. Even that, that's, um, I, I, I heard in a meme that that was something that that could lead to bestiality. And oh, of course. that's where you got to really, you know, I don't know if you were thinking your way. I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Humans are horrible, judgmental people. So it is, you know, this they is are par for the course. It is. It is. And I, 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 uh, God, I mean, the whole thing is just fucking crazy, but. Yeah, it's if you were if this if this woman fit a, a profile that was different, it would be different, and that's not yeah. right. But that's how this shit fucking goes down. It seems. And Welcome to the world. How do you change it? Fucking got me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. All right, that is going to uh, wrap up uh, today's episode of True Crime Today. Uh, if you like the show, keep us on the air. And uh, support us through Apple Podcasts. Get advanced episodes of the show. Get all the episodes commercial free. Subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts. Even try it for three days free right now. Get on that. Until next time, for Stacey and Tony, thanks for listening to True Crime Today. 
True Crime Today. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our full episodes, breaking news updates, and daily briefs from True Crime Today.